and God will direct our path. Amen? Not only will God direct our path, but God will give us the strength to walk it out. Not only will God direct our path, but God will give us the desire to walk in that path. That's what it is to be a new creature in Christ. We've repented of our sins and we trust in Jesus. We have new desires. We have new hungers. We have new thirst. We desire to please the Lord. Amen. We no longer desire to be in this world and of this world. But we're following Jesus. John chapter 15, verse 21. This is the verse that we're on today. John chapter 15, verse 21. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that there's comfort in following Christ. Lord, we thank you that there's joy in following Christ. Lord, we thank you that Christ is our all in all. And we no longer belong to ourselves, but we've been bought with a price. Grace us to continue to glorify you with our body and our souls which belong to you, Heavenly Father. Lord, even with that that's good, some things we don't consider good, like persecution. Lord, like being categorized with Christ and going through those things. But Lord, we pray that you would comfort our hearts. Even in the midst of persecution, even in the midst of our motives being questioned, our motives being challenged, people uh, bearing false witness on us, people doing things, Lord God, out of spite because we follow Christ. Lord, show us how to walk in love, even in the midst of these things. And Lord, show us how to be like Jesus. Lord, in order for us to have everything that Christ has for us, we're also called to suffer. If we suffer with Christ, for Christ's sake, then we'll reign with him. Grace us to embrace this as we walk through your word in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. But we know that the disciples have had their last supper with Christ. They had their last moments of fellowship together, eating together, enjoying one another, enjoying Christ as they had often done many, many times before. Only this time, it will be the last time. And this time, Jesus was grieved in his heart, and he said, someone's going to betray me. And they were concerned about that, and they were troubled in their hearts. Is it I? Is it I? And later on, within that same time frame, Jesus said, I go away. And where I'm going... You can't come. They had walked with Jesus. They had talked with Jesus. They were familiar with Jesus and they knew Jesus and Jesus knew them. And this is their God. This is their Savior. This is the one who led them to the Father and leads them to the Father. This is the one that was promised. This is the seed of the woman that will crush the head of the serpent. He was their comforter. He was their joy. He was their peace. He was their stability. And he's leaving. And where he's going, they can't come. So their hearts were troubled. 
They were in distress. My Lord and my Savior, my God. Where else can we go? For he alone has the words of eternal life. But then he comforts them. In John chapter 14, he said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. He said, my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. He was telling the truth and he was comforting the disciples. He was comforting God's people. Later on in John 14, verse 21, he said, He that had my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loved me. And he that loveth me should be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. He was letting them know that, you know what, our relationship isn't going to sever. It's just going to change. The way we've been interacting, I've been with you, but I'm going to be in you. He was comforting them and let them know that even though I go away, it's for your benefit that I go. And I'm not leaving you. My presence, I'm, 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 I'm coming by the way of the spirit now. I won't be here with you physically, but I'm coming with you. I'll be with you by the Holy Ghost. So he encouraged them again. In John 14 and 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Now the world give it, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. He was giving them an opportunity to embrace his words. He was giving them an opportunity to hear his word, to be encouraged by his word. And he told them, don't let your heart be troubled. Fears come our way. Doubts come our way. Circumstances change. And if we're not very careful, we'll allow our hearts to be troubled. And instead of having God's joy manifest, peace manifest, we worry. Blood pressure goes up. Tension in our body. Headaches. Sleepless nights. All this because our heart is troubled and we're not trusting in the Lord. But he encouraged him and he told him in John 15 and 1, he said, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch of me that bringeth not forth fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that bringeth forth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. He was talking to the 11 at this point because Judas had left. He left to betray Jesus. He left to set Jesus up. Looking for an opportunity. But those who remained with Jesus, he comforted them. John 15 and verse 21, he tells them, But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. Jesus was comforting them, but he also warned them and comforted them with things that weren't so pleasant. 
He tells them in John 15, verse 18, if the world hate you, you know that it hated me before I hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because you are now of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hated you. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they would also persecute you. If they have kept my sins, they will keep yours also. Verse 21 is where we are today. It says, but all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. Judas is the one that betrayed him? Judas is. Yeah, okay. Amen. Judas is the one that betrayed him. And we say betrayal because Judas walked with Jesus. Judas was a part of Jesus' ministry. He was one of the ones that Jesus sent out. One of his right-hand men. One of the twelve. You had a multitude of disciples. Then you had the twelve. And then you had the three. Peter, James, and John. That was his innermost circle. They saw things that no one else saw. But Judas was among the disciples. And so he betrayed Christ. But all these things were they doing to you for my name's sake because they know not him that sent me. Because we follow Jesus and not the ways of the world, our lifestyle brings conviction on those who are walking in darkness. Our lifestyles and the things that we say and the way that we handle things and as we preach the gospel and share the gospel, it brings conviction on the heart of unbelievers. And those who are refusing to repent, they don't see us as their friend because God is their friend. They don't see us as on their side because they're not on God's side. And so because of these things, and because the flesh is against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh, the things of the world go against the things of God. So the people of the world go against the people of God. And we're hated. Because of Christ. And we need to be sure that if we're being mistreated, if we're being persecuted, if we're being done wrong, that it's for the right reason. Let us not be persecuted because we're mean-spirited. <clears throat> Let us not be persecuted because we're persecuting others. Let us not be persecuted because we are being rude. Let us not be persecuted because we don't know how to talk to people. We don't know how to treat people. Let us not be persecuted because we... are not seeking peace. But we're seeking strife and we want to debate. Let these things not be named among us. Let's walk in the spirit. Let's seek the Lord. Jesus tells us how this relationship is going to work. He tells them in John chapter 15, he says, Abide in me, and I and you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, 
except it abide in the vine, no more can you except you abide in me. He tells us in John 15 and 8, Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. He tells us in John 15 and 14, You are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I called you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. And then verse 16 of John 15, he says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth more fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever you should ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. As we're walking in the light, as we're seeking the Lord, as we're trusting in the Lord with all of our heart and not leading to our own understanding, people will hate us. But it's okay because he tells us in John 15, verse 18, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. There's such comfort in that. Jesus has already been there. Jesus has already experienced the hatred. Jesus has already gone through what we're going through and without sin. That means that Jesus can comfort us because he understands what we're going through. And not only can he comfort us, him being God, he knows how to comfort us and he knows just what we need. So as we look at verse 21, it says, but all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. It's for the name of Jesus we must suffer. It's for the name of Jesus we must be persecuted. It's for the name of Jesus in order for us to receive all that God has for us, all the benefit, some of that is going to come through persecution. Some of that is going to come through being hated because we get to reign with Christ. But in order to reign with him, we also must suffer with him. So he tells them in 21, but all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. See, our brothers and our sisters are not going to hate us. Our brothers and our sisters aren't going to practice persecuting us. They may persecute us, but repentance is going to come. They may hate us or hate on us, but repentance is going to come from our brothers and sisters. And we're going to forgive them and move on with the Lord. But those who don't know God, they're going to continue to hate us and continue to persecute us. Why? Because they don't know Jesus and they don't know the Father. They don't know the Father. They haven't been changed. They haven't repented of their sins and trusted in Christ. They, they don't desire the the, the things that God desires. They don't hunger and thirst after the things that new believers desire and hunger and thirst for. So don't think it's strange when unbelievers hate you. Don't think it's strange when unbelievers persecute you. Don't think it's strange. If we're not careful, it'll cause us to want to compromise. 
If we're not careful, it'll cause us to say, you know what? Maybe if I bend here a little bit, maybe if I bend there a little bit on God's holiness, I could bend on God's holiness and maybe I can get along with him. I can compromise on God's standard a little bit and maybe I can be friends with the world. Maybe I can give a little to take a little. Amen. When we do that, we're being just like Judas. In a moment, we're betraying Christ. He says, no. But all these things, they were doing to you for my name's sake because they know not him that sent me. Continue to stand for Jesus. Continue to stand on the word of God. Continue to be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is our reasonable service. Don't be conformed to this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't compromise the gospel. Don't compromise the word of God. Don't compromise the standard. Because persecution will come. And we cannot avoid persecution through compromise. That doesn't please God. The Bible says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. For first you must believe that God is. God is Powerful. God is holy. God is all-knowing. God is omnipotent. God is love. God is. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. What does that mean? Walking in repentance. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. Diligently seek him. The Bible says that we're to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. And lean not to our own understanding, but in all of our ways acknowledge him and he will direct our path. The Bible says that apart from him we can do nothing. And with man it's impossible, but with God all things are possible. Continue to abide in the vine and allow the vine to abide in you. Continue to stand on the word of God. Continue to be steadfast, unmovable, knowing that our work in the Lord is not in vain. Continue to stand with the hammer of salvation, which is Jesus. Breastplate of righteousness. Christ is our righteousness. Long God with truth. He holds everything together. Feet shy with the preparation of the gospel of peace. He's our prince of peace. The shield of faith. And the sword of the spirit. Stand for Jesus. Don't allow the persecution cause you to buckle under the pressure. Don't allow the persecution to cause you to be made weak. But be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Those of us who are trusting in Christ. God has convicted us of our sins. And given us the desire to call out upon his name. That he would save us. God has given us a new heart and a new, we don't, we no longer desire the things of this world, but we desire the things of God. But if this change has not occurred in you, if you do not desire the things of God more than the things of the world, if you do not desire repentance and belief and trust in Christ, you can cry out for it. And perhaps God will grant you repentance. He wished none of his people should perish, but that all of his people will come to him. Call upon his name today. If you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord, 
And you're not living your life as he is your Lord. And we're not living a life of repentance and trust in Christ. If we're not living a life of a believer, if we're not trusting in Christ through repentance and belief, our desires have changed. Your desires can change today. With man, it's impossible. The Bible says he could change a leopard spots. God is able to change our hearts and save us this morning. Call upon the Lord that perhaps you might receive eternal life. Call upon the Lord. Perhaps you have a desire to follow him and seek him and turn from your wicked ways and trust in Christ. We all must go that way of repentance. The first thing John said is, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And then when Jesus started his earthly ministry, the first thing he cried was, Repent! Repent! God is calling everywhere, all men, that they should repent of their sins and trust in Christ as Lord and Savior because he is the only way to the Father. Jesus said, I go away to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I'll receive you again unto myself. Who is he preparing a place for? Those who trust in Christ through repentance and belief. Those who are walking in the light as Christ is in the light. Those of us who by God's grace See that we are sinners in need of a Savior. By God's grace, we see that we aren't good enough. Our works aren't good enough. Our good works will never outweigh our bad. We can never do enough to tip the scale to where we deserve heaven. It's unattainable to us. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. If you see your sin today and you know you need a Savior, Crowd to God. He will not reject you. He will not turn you away. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you that these things Christ said, that we were persecuted for his name's sake. Lord, if we're not careful, we'll be tempted to compromise the gospel. Lord, if we're not careful, we'll be tempted to compromise our life. If we're not careful, we'll be tempted to compromise your standard. Lord, grace us to be strong in you and the power of your might. Grace us, Heavenly Father, to not compromise your standard. Grace us to not compromise your word, but to stand boldly as a lion. To humble ourselves before you. Lord, if we're not careful, we'll be tempted to rise up in pride and defend ourselves. Grace us to be like Moses, who was humble and trusted in you. Grace us to be like David, who instead of having the people fight, he humbled himself and he trusted you. He didn't buck against Saul, but he trusted in you. Grace us, Heavenly Father, to not fear the persecution, but to trust you in the midst of the fear. Trust you in the midst of the doubt. Not compromise your standard because they're going to persecute us because they don't know you and they don't know your son. So grace is to stand and not be ashamed. In Jesus' name, hallelujah.